When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is 11 on the Ice, sponsored by Don's Appliances, exceptional brands and service since 1971. Good evening and welcome to 11 on the Ice. The old 2-9-er Phil Bork is in Colorado with the Penguins getting on a plane, but we will hear from him in just a little while. Right now, I'm here with Dan Kovacevic as we break down the Penguins' 3-2 loss to Colorado. There are big moments in the game. You'd, you'd like not to give give one up after you score. Um, you'd like to try to take that that goal you get and, and build off it and gain momentum. Um, but that's hockey. Now, the story of this game, the Penguins allowing Colorado to respond and respond quickly. Twice after tying the game, the Avalanche retook the lead in less than 30 seconds. Dan, what do you attribute that to based on what you saw? Well, the obvious thing, Jenna, is the, is the lax defense. Look, whoever you are, as you get assigned after a goal, you know that you're supposed to clamp down. The Penguins didn't do that. But I will say this, Jenna, this was a playoff-type game as performed by the players, and I don't know that it was coached that way. I am Mike Sullivan's biggest supporter, but I would love to have seen Teddy Bluger's line go out there. And if that sounds like hindsight, so be it. You score, you get something going there, just put a line out there that you know can kill off a minute. Pick up the puck and eat it or something, but don't, don't take any chances. I don't know if we're condoning eating pucks here, <laughs> but that was something that did kind of play a big factor. You can't let a team respond like that that quickly when you know what's on the line with where you guys stand with the remaining games on the schedule here. And who you're playing. Yeah. That's what you have to know that you're facing the Colorado Avalanche, the best team in the NHL. When you get that momentum, that little bit there, and there's a you know a few Pittsburghers in the crowd that are starting to get into it for you, just keep the lead. Well, our producers were spying on your Twitter page a little bit during the game. You talked about Evan Rodriguez and how his game has really gone cold from that hot start. What do you make of him and his game right now? Oh, I don't know in my 25 years of covering sports in Pittsburgh that I've seen any athlete in any sport go from hero to zero the way Rodriguez has, has done. Uh, from that hot to that cold, 15 goals in 37 games to nothing. And, you know, he still will, as we see there, uh, the, you know, the chance that he had on Darcy Kemper there in a breakaway. His, his speed is still creating opportunities for himself. But, Jenna, there's just no finish or anything remotely resembling finish from him. And, you know, the Penguins are still waiting on that secondary scoring.
And that breakaway that we saw right there, too, that just didn't seem like his shot. It seems like he knows that he has gone cold and there's a little bit of tightness there, a little bit of clamping up. Oh, oh yeah, goodness. he's gripping that stick. There's mm -hmm. no question about that. And he wasn't the only one, to be fair here. Sid, Sidney Crosby had a breakaway, didn't finish. Jake Gensel had a breakaway, didn't finish. Those were big, big opportunities, which I think Sullivan was referring to there as well in that quote that we just showed. Well, as we get closer and closer to the playoffs, it looks more and more like a Penguins-Rangers matchup. Taking a look at the Metro after today's game, the Penguins still in third, one point behind New York. Dan, do you like where things are headed here? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, the Penguins have beaten the Rangers, okay, contrary to some you know, public panic that's going on right now with the fan base. Uh, they beat them one to nothing. They were with one one goal. Look, the, the game at the Garden happened, okay? There's nothing they can do about it now. They do have another meeting with the Rangers Thursday night back at the Garden. Uh, I believe you're going to see the best version of the Penguins. They're going to really sharpen up. I also think you're going to see the best version of the other guys. It's going to be an even better game than the one that you watched today, and that was a pretty good one. The Penguins absolutely can compete with that team, but they need to play in the New York zone. The Rangers are not that strong defensively. Yeah, and you can't let New York get into their rhythm of beating you with odd man rushes. Oh, yeah. That's what they love. That's you saw it. Yeah, mm -hmm. Chris Kreider and, uh, and Mika Zibanejad and all those guys. It's Artemi Panarin just flying down the rink at you. That's not the game you want to play. No, absolutely not. You don't want to go chance for chance, and that's mm -hmm. what they thrive on. Well, some scary moments for Jason Zucker. Just the second period into his return from a core muscle injury, he goes awkwardly into the boards. He is still being evaluated. Dan, just a really tough break for him here. And what you feel for more than anything else yeah. is the human. Uh, people don't get to see what you and I see, Jenna, behind the scenes when we're interviewing these people, that they're, that they're real people. We see the rehab and the how hard they work to come back and everybody's super careful and you want to make sure especially after a surgery that everything's right and he comes back and hurts something else uh, that's a that's a painful thing uh, for, for anyone to see not just the injury itself but more from the work that he put in uh, that said I do believe that the Penguins can replace him I think a lot of Danton Heinen as a hockey player I didn't like seeing him get only four minutes of ice time in that game in Minnesota I think the Penguins can elevate his role well, the old 2-9-er, Phil Bork, joins us in just a few minutes to talk Rangers, Raquel, and Tristan Jari. Plus, we go top shelf with the best goals of the week with Dayan. 111 on the Ice, sponsored by Don's Appliances, continues. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. And welcome back to 11 on the Ice, sponsored by Don's Appliances. I'm Jenna Harner with Dayan Kovacevic, and we are going top shelf. We start with Evgeny Malkin's elite effort to get the overtime game winner against Minnesota. This is just brilliant. Well, it is, certainly in terms of the effort. Gino does the reverse wrap around, goes behind the net as if he's going one direction, gets Cam Talbot going that way, comes way back and takes not one, not two, but three cracks to get it through. Uh, that's a deserved extra point for the Penguins against a very good Minnesota team that had won seven in a row. The epitome of if at first you don't succeed. <laughs> try, try, and try one more time again if you're getting Malkin. Now, Dan, you selected this top shelf goal, Brian Boyle against the New York Rangers. Yes, and this was mostly symbolic, Jenna, because this was a playoff type game. There's that terminology again. How did the Penguins beat Igor Shesterkin with a playoff type goal? They tend to come from not the usual suspects. Brian Dumoulin, not the guy you'd expect to be assisting on that. What did he do? He flicked it toward not one, but two teammates. Boyle is there. Bluger's right behind him. If Boyle doesn't get that tip, Bluger might, where they'll be there for rebounds. You asked Jenna in the last segment, what do the Penguins need to do to beat that team? That's it. That's it right there, and that's why I chose that goal. Now, we had heard from Boyle after the game kind of saying, you know, Dumo put the puck exactly where he yeah. needed to on mm -hmm. that play. And that is, again, how you beat a team like that. Get pucks to the net, make it hard for Shesterkin to see in front of that screen and say, hey, we're going to just get that dirty, greasy, ugly kind of goal. Because, again, that's what happens when it comes to the playoffs here. And you put the Rangers into a position that they don't want to be in. Yeah. To repeat this, they are not that good once when they're inside their own zone. They're good at once they get the puck taking off, going the other way. But if you force the Rangers to play in their zone, look, Jenna, the Devils scored seven goals on them the mm -hmm. other night. You know, that's all you need to know. Hem them in their own end mm -hmm. and keep applying pressure. Mm -hmm. Well, is there a benefit to the schedule the Penguins have? I welcome the old 2-9er, Phil Bork, to break it down. Coming up next on 11 on the Ice, sponsored by Don's Appliances. I am joined by the one and only Phil Bork. Borky, on the road once again. I feel like we see you in a different location <laughs> all the time. So we're, all, we're glad that you're here to join us, obviously. The pen's in the middle of a really intense stretch right now. Six games against playoff teams back to back to back to back. Six consecutive games. As a former player, I kind of want your take on this. What's the benefit? How truly beneficial is it to play all of these games in a row like this as you're nearing the stretch here? Well, I love it. I, I love watching it, number one, as a fan, as a broadcaster. But to get to your question, uh, to kind of put my player's hat on, put the old Jofa on, if you will. Um, you have to love it. That's why you play the game. And, you know, I was thinking on our plane ride from Minnesota to Denver, and I'm here in Denver now, um, and just hearing the players in the back of the plane playing cards and yucking it up and just having some giggles and, and just feeling like, man, we just we really came together. And you get kind of metal tested. You know, you're testing yourself. You're watching how your teammates are tested. And you see where you rank and where you stand. 
And it's all gearing you up for physically, mentally, emotionally getting ready for game one in the playoffs. It's a different animal, Jenna. And you have to play these games. And I like that there's a nice blend of playing some of the best teams in the league. You're playing some other teams that are not, which can maybe give you a little bit of a break, but also as a challenge. But you have a nice schedule here. 13 games, 28 days. You have some days off in between where you can go for it. You can lay it out there physically, knowing that the bumps and the bruises hopefully will heal in a couple of days. It's just so crazy to think that we're almost at playoffs, just how far we've come. It feels surreal in a little bit of a sense. And I know there's been so much conversation that, you know, it's seeming more and more by the day that the Rangers might be potentially that first round opponent. And we saw what's going to happen with the Penguins over the last two games against the Rangers and some of the issues that have plagued them a little bit. But I kind of want to dive a little bit deeper on that. What are those issues? What are the Penguins, I guess, doing or not doing against the Rangers that are plaguing them in a sense that, hey, we can look at this, we can correct this here, we can find ways to figure these guys out so when we see them come playoffs, we'll be able to, you know, hopefully come out on top in that series. Jenna, I really like your question and I like the way you worded it um, because it challenges me to kind of break it down without getting blah, blah, blah or nitpicky and I I don't want to get that. But really, the key things for me are, number one, the dump-ins for both the Penguins and the Rangers. These are teams that love to forecheck, love to generate offense off of the forecheck. And it usually starts with a simple dump-in. So for me, the Penguins defenseman, when the Rangers dump it in, it's getting back to the puck quicker. That's the first half of the equation. The second half is the Penguins forwards to get back into the zone quicker to support the defenseman. Just imagine being a defenseman and you got Chris Kreider bearing down you. You get your head up, you look around, you're like, where's my guys? You know, I want to move the puck. I have time to move the puck, but they're not there because they're a little bit lazy getting back. That's number one. Number two, when the Penguins dump it in, keep it away from the goaltender, Igor Shesterkin. He loves to play the puck. He's good at playing the puck, and that diffuses your... He's like a one-man breakout if you just give it to him. You dump it in with no purpose at all. So it's not dump and chase. It should be dump and retreat. But also, they're high-end guys. They love to create offense off the rush. So you have to be so diligent. If you're going to play the Rangers in a seven-game series, so diligent with the puck in the offensive zone because one little blunder, one little misstep, one little high-risk pass, all you're doing is spraying gasoline on their offense and lighting their fire to get them going because they love the fast breaks. That's the thing is if you make one mistake, it feels like against this Rangers team, it gets so much more magnified because of the way that they generate offense off the rush and because of the way they know they can beat teams with their speed, with their ability in that sense. Now, we talked a little bit uh, last week about Ricard Raquel with him being the newest addition to the team, your guy that you wanted here. Now that we've seen a little bit more from him in terms of getting into game flow, getting into practice flow, really kind of working with the guys what have been your impressions of him up to this point? Well, I'm hearing, I'm hearing that he has a different nickname. I was going with Rax with you guys, right? Yeah. I'm hearing Tricky Ricky now, which I'm okay with that because usually it's after a goal. Uh, I'm seeing more of what I thought I knew about Raquel, but obviously I didn't. He has a lot more skill than I thought, Jenna, number one. Number two, he's as comfortable playing the left side as he is the right side. Uh, he has a finishing ability, a goal-scoring ability, a knack to score goals. 
Uh, he's so um, skilled and so brave to go to the net also. Uh, he's a complete hockey player. I mean, I could go on and on and on about this guy. I don't see any weaknesses. Very responsible defensively. He just seems to be, he's a, one of our guys. He's a Pittsburgh Penguin hockey player. The second efforts, the third efforts, that he just comes to play. And he's adapted so well already. I just just from being on the outside looking in and being on the road, he's already buddy buddy with the guys, yucking it up with the guys, throwing barbs back and forth. It's it's almost been seamless for Ricard Raquel. Tristan Jari has had a really solid season. I think he's responded to the way last postseason went in arguably one of the best ways I think anybody could have anticipated. We knew that this was possible with him based on what we've seen from him before in previous seasons, but there were those big questions coming into this year. Was he going to be the guy? Were they going to look outside for somewhere else? And management said, no, he is our guy. And he's proven that up to this point this season. Is he playoff ready right now, do you think? I think he is. I, I think he can't wait. And you look at some of the wins he had in the month of March. He beat Tampa. He beat St. Louis. He beat Carolina. Um, and, he, and he was the difference in those games. Um, and I think, I think he wants to prove a lot of people wrong. I don't think he'll ever admit it or say it. And that's fine. That's okay. I can keep that in, in, inside and use it as fuel. But I'll say it, Jenna. I think that a lot of people wronged him. A lot of people said uh, he wasn't the guy, he was damaged goods. That gets back to him. And you can take it two ways. You can uh, have the boo-boo face on, or you can say, you know what? I'm going to stick it up here. You know what? I'm going to show you that I'm a number one guy, that I can win a playoff series, that I can be a difference maker. And you know what happened in that Islander series? Hey, listen, own it. Look it straight in the eye but use it as fuel for the next time you have a go-round. And he probably can't wait for the playoffs to start. And so you mentioned using it as fuel because getting closer and closer to the playoffs, you know, it's kind of, you almost want to assume that there is going to be that external noise. There's going to be a lot of conversations yeah. around him with what we were just talking about. Is he playoff ready? How is he going to fare in a playoff series? What's going to happen? Is it, you know, is there a potential for him to revert to what happened last season? From your perspective as a player, what kind of goes on in the room in terms of one, I guess, blocking out that noise, but two, just kind of, you know, leading up to the playoffs in this way, knowing, hey, we don't want this to happen again. Great question. And you're right. That does, as much as you don't listen to talk radio or don't read the internet or any of that, sometimes it does filter in and it does affect you. Uh, but as a teammate, I would want to go out of my way to number one, verbally, let him know is a different tone, a different texture in this room. We have your back. We're behind you 100%. But talk is cheap come playoff time, Jenna. It's got to be your action. So as a player, I'm ramping it up. I know what happened last year to Tristan Jari. So not only do, do I want, you know, this team to get to another level. I want my goaltender to get another level and I'm going to do everything. If it means blocking a shot with my face, I know I'm getting a little dramatic here, but you know what I mean? That I'm going to go to any length it takes to make sure I insulate my goaltender that we don't leave him hanging out to drive. And that's what people don't talk about. That, that Islander series, yeah, you can blame Tristan, but blame the players too, that they let him hanging out to drive a few times. So I think that there's, there's a lot of motivation inside that room to right the wrong that happened last year. Well, thank you so much, Borky. Safe travels home. The top three stars through Dayan's eyes and my eyes. Coming up next, 11 on the ice, brought to you by Don's Appliances. Don't go anywhere.
It was a sea of sevens at PPG Paints Arena Tuesday night as the Penguins honored retiring Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben on hand for the ceremonial puck drop for the Rangers game, and it just goes to show how this entire town is black and gold. Well, it's time now to reveal our three stars of the week. Borky is on his way back from Colorado, so, Diane, I'm going head-to-head -head with you. We were discussing these during the break. I promise there will be no dropping of the gloves, no black eyes here. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal for me. Sounds like a good deal. You and I both have Crosby. I had Malkin in my top spot, Raquel in the third. You had Crosby in your top spot, followed by Matheson and Gensel. I mean, kind of hard to argue, I guess, against all these because I can yeah, see the points it, here. This was kind of a mix mixed bag week in yeah. general for the team and and that applies to the individuals as well Sid has just been for me so consistent exactly that you have to respect that component to it Jenna it's been a month and a half now where he's been uh, above a point of game level he's like old Sid yep. just because there hasn't been that explosion you know the the you know four point five point game that maybe we were used to from the past he's still getting it done on a consistent basis overall 200 feet yeah, I was gonna say consistency so key with him. He now has 17 straight seasons averaging a point per game or more, which oh, is just phenomenal. Your number one has been that too ever since he came back. Oh my gosh, Evgeny Malkin too. And I know people will harp on him and say oh, but Gino in the turnovers, Gino in this. It's fair though. It's a fair criticism, yes. but I think he's just performed so well, especially down this last stretch with the guys that he's had. He's had Raquel since the Penguins got him, but there's been so much changeover, no doubt about that. And then obviously I had to put Raquel there and then you putting Jake, both of them had a great weeks as well. No question. Well, we're going to take a look at the week ahead for the Penguins coming up. They're going to see Colorado again in oh, home look and at home. This, week. this is a gauntlet of a week, <laughs> to say the least. The Avalanche come to PPG on Tuesday night, then two huge Metro matchups at the Rangers on Thursday and home Saturday afternoon against the Capitals. Feels like it's been a while since we've seen them. We, it, it has been, but it, there's no way anybody's looking past either of those. No, no doubt about that. Well, that will do it for us on 11 on the Ice, sponsored by Don's Appliances. For Dan Kovacevic and Phil Bork and the entire Channel 11 sports team, I'm Jenna Harner. Have a great night.